Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Phil Platakis. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. Strange tone that you guys took there for a minute. That's how we do, man. (laughs) Okay. Today on our show, clocking in at 85 minutes, we're talking about 1989's Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland, directed by Masami Hata and William Hertz. But before we get into that, Uh we do have another email. Oh. And we got to read that. Let's, Let's hear it. And uh, this is with uh, this is once again coming to us from Megan Easter. <laughs> All right, super fan Megan Easter. Hello. And she writes, and I've specifically saved this. She wrote this. She sent this to us last month, but uh, I saved this for this month specifically. Well, wait, for- wait, Jer, straight up. Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Can. can- um, are we going to read all, all, of her fuck, all of her emails on here? <laughs> Every time um, she says, hey, like, we're, we're going we're gonna to say, hey. No. No, we're not going to read every single one of those emails. Okay. Uh, but no, hear- she, she, uh, there, there's, there's a, a reason for this email, uh, right. and I will uh, get to it at the end. And there's a reason that I saved it for uh, an episode with Phil. Um, so here we go. Uh, subject, another email. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a good subject. Uh, And she writes, I'm overwhelmed by the dedication from Don Bluth. What a guy. You'll be happy to know that I also loved All Dogs Go to Heaven and loved hearing your recap. Your mom's joke about all cats go to hell. Uh, Chef's kiss. uh, You'll be happy to know I'm giving you my money. My husband said if I'm going to be on the show, I have to practice not using my Minnie Mouse slash Snow White voice. Please save rescuers down under for me. I've already started taking notes. You'll also be happy to know that I rented an intervention when it came out and loved seeing uh, so many uh, of the guests uh, uh. in person. Everyone go rent slash buy slash watch it. Uh. And then she goes, uh, she can, she concludes with this. What's your favorite episode you've done so far? Talk soon, Megan. Thank you, Megan, for writing in. And just so uh, the listeners know, Megan is a patron. And if you want to have your own shout out and if you well, first of all, if you want to write into the show, 90 under 90 at Gmail dot com, we will read uh, predominantly most of the emails that we receive. We're not going to read like nonsense emails, but we'll read your email uh, on the sure. show as we just did. And yeah. uh, Megan is also a patron who will be on our show in a few months Um and right on. Uh, that is why she referenced Rescuers Down Under. That is the title that she chose. And that is how you can uh, be a by becoming a f- member of our five dollar tier. You can also be uh, a guest host on this show. So uh, and there's also, there are other tiers and other options <laughs> for you for different price ranges if you're interested. So yeah. check out Patreon.com/90under90 for that. But 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But Megan, thank you so much. That's really, really sweet of you. Like, um, you're, you're. It's, it's hard to be like. I think it. I imagine for any Patreon for like an indie kind of show like this, it's very hard to be the first. Like, you're like, do I? Am I going to be the first one to do this? It's almost like investing in a company. Like, do you want to put down that? that that initial investment and see how far it goes like but you know you're you're putting it out there and, and i'm being sincere honestly all sarcasm all this shit aside like we really appreciate you listening that's really sweet and watching the movie and we got henry volkman here phil platakis here on the show yeah, you, you, yeah. and uh yeah i just want to say thank you very much that's really sweet yes megan i echo all of that thank you so much for supporting us supporting this particular show and, and for checking out the the movie that's awesome thank you um, but she gets to her question, what is your favorite episode that you've done so far? I feel, I feel like, like I kind of know Dan's uh, answer to this, and that's another reason why I saved this for an episode with Phil. Let me <laughs> – you go ahead. Can you answer first, and I'm going to look at our list, and I'm going to give you one of my new favorites. How about that? Okay, then I'm going to – I'll give the old favorite then because I, I think I'm right there with Dan uh, because it was a really fun episode to do. I think – did we do it in person? It was an in-person episode. It was go like ahead. one of the – like the last few that we got to do before uh, the pandemic and everything. And that was, Oh, I think uh, I know that was a good old T. <laughs> oh yeah. That was a great one. Yeah. TMNT that was a Phil one is a, is a classic. Um, yeah. I, 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 rec- it, it stands out in my memory as an episode that was a lot of fun to record. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, like as the, um, you know, Dan and I are both in charge of the show, but as the guy who kind of, does most of the you know the 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 grunt work of the the editing and whatnot uh i i spend a lot more time with this show and therefore it's uh harder for me to pick any particular episode as a single favorite it's tough for me i'm looking over all these and god it's kind of uh, let me see one that i had a really fun time with was you know i love being educated but also having a good laugh on this i'm like you know i like i just you know i like to learn i like to laugh guys and uh <laughs> the one that uh the ones that i i liked listening talking to charlie about an american pickle because he as uh he said as a jewish millennial he found that movie to be the most relatable and it just came out so i imagine he's probably looking for something like that for a long time so we got into it and then recently, uh, talking to Ken Palmer about stand-up on Richard Pryor, that just just dropped like a couple weeks ago. That was a good one. I like yeah, that one a lot. That's true. That was uh, that was fun to deep dive into comedy and not have to talk about uh, every you know exactly. plot point of a movie because they're just repeating jokes at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank yeah. you, Megan, again for uh, for writing in. We do appreciate that. But on to Let's the uh, the new Let's show. Let's do it. The new episode, Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland, an episode we've been trying to do for a for a while. Hold on. Wait a minute, Jer. I lo- I watched this on Amazon Prime and it was an hour and thirty four minutes. What the right. fuck is going on? Well, Dan, here's the situation with this movie, a movie that we've <laughs> we've tried to do multiple times and we've we had uh, difficulty uh, tracking down the movie. Cancel the show. Cancel it. So. When when we were children, uh, we would have you know I recall when this movie was released. I you know I remember my own personal excitement for this movie uh, before I ever got to see it, and then that disappeared completely when I did see it uh, as a child. I I completely lost interest in this movie. But uh, when we would have seen this movie in roughly 
1992, actually, when it really would have hit the U.S., uh, 10 minutes of this movie were cut. And um, we had difficulty tracking down the 85-minute version of this. I don't know if this is another movie that that Phil just happens to own on his shelf, the 85-minute cut of Little Nemo. It's the coveted 85-minute <laughs> cut is it's only probably, in Plutarchus' hands. The Snyder cut. Yeah. It's probably the kind of thing that – yeah, except in this case it's shorter. Um, <laughs> it's probably the kind of thing that only exists on VHS uh, because the DVD uh, – you know, that was – Phil, can I talk to you for a minute? Did you watch this on VHS, bro? Uh, n- no, bro. Well, how, how did, did you watch, did you watch this on Prim? <laughs> on Amazon Prim? Yeah. You uh, I, I, I did not. Where did you, how did you watch this, bro? Did you watch this? I did, yeah. How did you watch this? Did you really, what do you really want me to tell you? Bro, did you bootleg it, bro? <laughs> we don't, we don't. <sighs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're not going to put our guests in a in a damning position. I I you you know, it's fine. Let's move on. Um. But yeah, this movie is currently of it is currently available on Prim, and uh, and Amazon Prim. It's in Prim. And uh, the that is the 95 minute. The full version was restored when they released this on DVD, and uh, ever since then the 85 minute cut has disappeared. But luckily for the viewers or for the listeners, I have a list of things that were cut from the 95 minute version for the Guys, 85 minute version that we would have seen. I, I'll I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be straight up with you. I actually have it on laserdisc. What? See, yeah. okay. See. So I have, the, I have the laserdisc uh, edition. That's how it works. Okay. And you have a functional laserdisc player in your home? <laughs> you know what? I, I dig it, man. I think laserdisc is going to come back in a big, bad way. Like what do vinyl. You think? Yeah. Well, I a mean, lot like vinyl. Here's the thing I'm going to say about it. You get it on Amazon Prim. You get some vinyl. You what spin I, it. What I love <laughs> is the size and I love the convenience of it. Absolutely. You look at it, you can see yourself in it. It's almost like a mirror if you're not it's, even going to watch a movie. It's so futuristic, you have to scan barcodes. <laughs> oh, God, I remember doing that crap and in, like, you know, fifth grade. Guys, like, I like it when you can turn a movie over halfway through. You have to tur- literally turn it over. Yeah, you know? it's like the good old days when they used to have intermissions at movies, you know? Thank you. It's a forced intermission in the movie. It's good. Laserdisc. <laughs> I see them all the time at like uh, garage sales, and I'm like, should I? Like, is this gonna be worth anything? And then I never get it. And like, fuck this. No. It, it, it's like a nostalgia no, thing. Rambo three. Three. Yeah, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's always uh, Rambo three. So let's get into. So yes, um, full disclosure Nemo. to the listeners, we are talking about the 95-minute version, and we can discuss the changes kind of as we go and kind of at the end that were missing from the version that we were, would have seen, as, that we did see as uh, children in 1992. Little Nemo. Yeah, Little Nemo. Little Nemo. Le Petit Nemo. <laughs> le, le, le Petit. Co- co-scripted by Chris Columbus. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that was that an was pretty name. cool. And um, some uh, some uh, unexpected voice actors on this one too. Mm-hmm. Well, let's list them off. We got 
uh, Colonel Mickey, Sanders. Mickey Rooney. We got Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. We got Mickey Rooney. We got <laughs> Tress McNally. We got Nancy, Nancy Cartwright. 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 You've got. Oh, you don't. Is Azaria up in this bitch? Who? Hank Azaria? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't think. At this point, I'm like, wait, I, I I don't know if we're saying real names or fake. How about Frank Welker? No, actually, Frank Welker, I'm looking through here. I do not see a Frank Welker voice in this movie. So that's like in this? that's like a freaking four-leaf clover right there. Uh, Nemo is voiced by a guy named Gabriel Damon. Uh, of course, yes, Mickey Rooney. Um, uh, Bill Martin is the Nightmare King. He was apparently Harry in the Hendersons or like a voice for Harry, maybe. That's Alan, something. Alan Oppenheimer, I've seen that name in Disney movies and stuff, or you know, in animation before. Oh. And uh, Michael Goff, apparently. Oh, was. Alfred, the yeah. OG Alfred. Well, this well, does not, not look like. Alfred, this looks like this. This IMDb photo is definitely not that. That. Oh, it's not the Michael that we know. That not Alfred from Batman and Batman no, Returns. I guess Fine. not. Apparently, but anyway, that's the only recognizable. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, and, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, June Foray. Doesn't she do a voice in this? Who's she? June Foray was uh, the voice of... Uh, hang on, i got to pull it up because I don't want to misremember who she was. Yeah, she was uh, the voice of Rocky from uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, okay. So we got some some heavy hitters in here. Yeah. Like yeah. heavy hitter cartoon people. An animation and, uh, legend. Who's the animation legend? June Foray. Oh, in in anime, yeah. How about the? Because like I was getting just from the opening credits, big like Miyazaki vibes with the lettering and just the music and the coloring and everything. And then seeing, to be fair, just a lot of uh, presumably Japanese uh, or Chinese names. I'm not sure. So yeah, just seeing those names, like it's I don't know. I, I it's like is this a Miyazaki film? But no, it's not. It's just uh, I don't know. A great. Yeah, but it was- great good animation but it's definitely a, a japanese uh american hybrid uh mm-hmm. you know obviously japanese um you know worked on it heavily the, you know a director is masami hati hata uh but yeah this is uh, i was telling uh caitlin this is a, a gorgeous movie to look at like i really do appreciate hand-drawn animation with like this fully painted cells in the backgrounds and stuff like Mm -hmm. you just don't see it this way anymore and and so i i even if the content of the movie is terrible i grow to appreciate the animation regardless of what the movie is going to be so this was a great movie to watch yeah whether or not it was uh you know a good story and wasn't this movie uh in development hell for a little while too yeah, I, I didn't read too much about the production, but like, yeah, I mean, between the 1989 and 1992 kind of releases, there were like issues involved. In, in, Three years. In, yeah. Interesting. A lot of luck can happen in, in, in dreamland. Yeah. It could become nightmare land in the, in the interim. Land. Am I right, guys? It's true. It can. Oh, That's right. True. Dreamland. What did I say? Did I say dreamland? I, I don't know. Clubberland. Kirby's Land. dreamland. Yeah. So little little Nimoy, little little Leonard Nimoy is in the and it, we they, we get thrown right into the action in this movie, man. Yeah. Little yeah. little Leonard Nimoy's in his bed and it's it starts flying well, we through the town. <laughs> we don't actually get right into the action because we have the the opening credit sequence. Which oh, we gotta to, talk about this. 
this 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 song to me no i do want to talk about it because i don't know I, i'm watching it and i'm just like there's something about this movie or this opening credit sequence that's given me like um diamonds are forever vibes like a weird james bond yes like, yes right? that's you exactly felt- my thought as well it's like god this is like Bordering on yeah, it's like the spy who loved me kind of yeah. like in the same vein of that yeah yeah guys, if you guys pay if you guys pay a fifteen hundred dollars you will hear my personal cover album covers album of all the james bond themes i'll tell you what if somebody wants to give Bill's us gonna do the music he said he would <laughs> If somebody right. literally wants to give us $1,500, I will release the Bob Saucy one-time performance Bob from Saucy. Double D7. Oh, Thunderballs. shit. This, is, this exists. Like, this, this is no joke. Yeah. Okay, Kate, so, Jared, tell Caitlin us about has, this. Yeah, so I wrote a – just to take a deviation, I wrote a uh, – I wrote several <laughs> – uh, burlesque shows that were performed in Chicago, these neo burlesque shows, which were done like story, like parody burlesques, essentially people who don't aren't familiar with this is essentially like one of them that way they did was, uh, essentially a new hope that they did like a parody, like a mad magazine version of it filled with like strip numbers. I wrote a Batman show. I also wrote a ghostbuster show and I wrote a James Bond boylesque, which was the one and only show that this company in Chicago did. And as the director of the show, there was one time where uh, we desperately needed to have a performer fill in because of scheduling conflicts. And uh, me, the director, well, my 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 boylesque director named Bob Saucy. <laughs> That's a great name, by the way. I yeah. think about that sometimes. Like, I seriously think about it. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's great. Bob Saucy did one and only one the one and only performance that was ever taped for uh thunderballs a james bond boylesque so yeah the one video of the entire show that caitlin has is the one time that i performed in the show that's incredible so you're gonna release it if somebody wants to give us fifteen hundred dollars yes i will wow. release, i will release it Bob saucy release Bob the saucy the, the saucy cut i yeah. will pour that sauce all over them and me, I'm going to do my James Bond covers album. So there you go. It's going to be called Nobody Does It Better, but probably does in parentheses. <laughs> uh, anyway, Little Nemo. Yes, after the after the James Bond credits, we get him flying around the town. Yes, that's when we're dropped right into the action. <laughs> yep. He's, he's in the bed and he starts flying through the town. It looks like old Victorian era England, but he's American. It's weird. So it's not even that like I don't even think it's intended to be that old. It feels to me like uh Well he's got a quill pen that he writes a note to his mom with. It feels kinda like turn of the century almost or like the twenties or thirties kinda of. like there's like okay. you know, like ice box in there and and I don't know, like something about it felt a little more modern, but it's it's kind of we got to get back on the carousel of progress and uh, yeah, <laughs> check. There was a great, great big, 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 beautiful, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> Phil, you, are you down with the carousel? With the carousel? Come on, bro, dude. To the watch car- it, I go to to see just for the carousel of progress. <laughs> To watch it ironically when you're hot and don't want to walk around anymore and get stoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's, 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 it's a great, great big beautiful tomorrow when that happens. Shining yeah. at the end of every day. Yeah. 
What's that guy's name? I think it's uh, Freddy Fuckface. So anyway, he's flying through the town. It looks like Victorian England. Maybe turn of the century, maybe some Oliver Twisty stuff. Uh, Maybe that's the same thing. Uh, he goes, there's no squirrel to be found, by the way. It's coming. So the bed flies through some sort of portal and eventually onto railroad tracks, and he encounters a train. Ah! Spooky! Wakes up. Spooky, scary. No, that train is relentless as the dog in No Country from old, for Old Men, which, by the way, was our Patreon episode oh, we just did last month. Plug it. It's just, it's, it's when, when it's convenient. Plug it. You can you can listen to us for ninety over ninety. Speaking of convenience, the Patreon is only we have very cheap tiers. <laughs> Speaking of tiers, we have tiers on the Patreon. That's right. So. But yeah, no, that train goes through the water and like chases him to the other side. So that train is relentless. It's like fucking hell, dude. What do you want from me, train? Fuck you. Yeah. So. He wakes up and his mom asks him if it's like one of the first things she asks is if he's been stealing pies again. <laughs> Not yeah. one pie, but pies. Pies. Multiple pies throughout the week that she just doesn't know goes missing because she's making pies out the ass, man. Like every day she's got like four dozen pies going through that oven. It's her job. It's like her job, man. It's like she's some kind of pie maker or something. Yeah. So I'm a little upset, though, when he wakes up that I'm like, you know what? I kind of thought this would have been really cool if they just fucking went there and dropped him in that action at the beginning and like kind of explained everything as they went along. Oh, you don't want him to wake up. You want him to just be in it. Yeah, I thought that would have been really cool, like really ballsy to just be like, no, fuck it. He's from the from minute one. He's in it. He's in the dream. Yeah. In minute in the minute one minute he's in it. That's what we like to see. That's uh, that's how we do it here on uh, 90. So uh, all day, every day. Would you guys get a 90 tattoo like the Lord of the Rings guys did? I would. <laughs> like right here? Like on the wrist? No, and not like, on the wrist. It's an undersign and it's 90? No, I would. Well, first of all, I would have to make sure that we had a logo that we were like, boom, this is it forever. And then I would get that logo on my on. I'm not going to get just under 90. Like That's what I'm going to do. Well, you on can your inner thigh? Yeah. Well, no, I want to do it right here on my wrist, bros. So on your wrist. And I want, but only if you guys all do it. Uh, n- 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 no. Can we promise each other right here, right now, that we're going to do Lord of the Rings style bro tattoos together? <laughs> here's. High five. Here's. No. Don't, don't put his hand up there. See, we're all micro uh, uh, tattoos. I'm gonna get my shaft tattooed with the oh with under gosh. with under ninety, but that way when I get an erection, the word fully spells out. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm sure the missus will appreciate that. Yeah. So. <laughs> he wakes up his mom asks him if he's been stealing pies again as he does and it's around this time that we're introduced to his squirrel companion uh, in a weird leather helmet and his name's Icarus <laughs> and that's kind of like this is like the precursor to like golden right like this is just when Disney's like really hitting its prime it's prim I'm sorry uh, 1989 yeah they're having that second when this movie originally comes out they're having their second animal waiting. sidekicks it's like I feel like this is a Disney move here like this cute little like <clears throat> energetic non-verbal 
animal sidekick that kind of is uh, anthropomorphic with its like little leather helmet, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, for sure. If it was a Disney movie, he would flat out talk, but he kind of does like squirrel talk, you know, which is kind of he talks more like Abu in like, uh, Aladdin, like where it's like he kind of talks and you kind of understand what he says, but it's still. Yeah. 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 And uh, so yeah. He, there's a there's a yeah yeah so I'm totally right there's a clown yeah. parade outside much to Nemo's uh, chagrin he loves it he loves parades he loves clowns yeah so of course he joins in on the action and, and we get a little bit of a glimpse of Flip the Clown voiced by Mickey Rooney or Mickey Rooney I'm sorry Mickey Rooney Mickey Rooney and uh, he's like he's kind he's the bad boy of the movie everybody needs a bad boy every thing has a bad this podcast has a bad boy it's mm-hmm. phil he's always fucking acting up yeah always saying like things we go whoa did he just did he just say that did he just joke man can i speak to you over here bro did he just say that stuff like that yeah he's holding back right now all he said is shit man and like <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's all think, he, he's he's saving the dirty stuff for later that you know he's yeah. gonna we had to cut out 15 minutes already of this episode. Already. Before we even straight, straight expletives. Before <laughs> before I even got to the title. I said, I'm Dan Eden, and he said a bunch Fuck of expletives. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shitty, fucking cunt, motherfucking dickhead, piece of shit. We're like, Phil, we can't use this. Like, Phil, what are you holding on to, man? Just let it out. That's fine. Like, do we need to go get some food while you're letting this all out? asshole piece of shit brother motherfuckers um <laughs> so he joins in on the action there's flip and then there's santa claus he's in the parade and he goes on he's, on a horse and he he's says, pretty much santa claus you know you what he looks like ride? he looks like he looks like the ghost of christmas present from like the muppet christmas carol like that big giant bearded yeah. which is intended yeah. to look like santa a holiday like figure. He's yeah. definitely it's it's like TV. that. It's like that. Totally like and and also mixed with Zeus. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit later because he wears the fucking leaves in his like the little headband leaves the thing. Leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the leaf thing, the tiaras. <laughs> <laughs> the leaf, the leaf tiara. Yes, the leaf tiaras. The king swore pontificators and stuff. So yeah. anyway. He goes, what a ride? And Nemo goes, of course I do, or something like that. <laughs> and he like, he, no parent, his parents are not there, by the way. And he's just yeah. hanging out with clowns at this parade. And then the parade passes through and they're like, by the way, there's a circus in town. That's fucking where we're going. Every time we're in town, we do this shit. And so Nemo goes back. I mean, there kind of has to be because this would not be acceptable otherwise. Is that like... <sighs> Call you guys me. never did that growing up? What? what? Join in on a, a circus parade? Yeah. Well, that's what I want to know, bro. Like, how many circuses have done this besides the Pee Wee one that we've done before? Well, that was a Ron Eaton episode, actually. That was uh, Big True. Top Pee Wee. How many circuses do fucking parades when they're in town? Yeah, because we live in the Chicago suburbs, and so if the circus was coming to town, it was going to the Rosemont Theater, or the Rosemont Horizon, rather, or the Allstate Arena. You know, like, we we were going there. We weren't going to, like, some tent. I didn't see Hugh Jackman, and I didn't see Zac Efron. You know what? It wasn't the greatest show on Earth. Even then... We've got 
lady. You guys the greatest showman. <laughs> That's one of the songs. Bearded fucking lady. Wasn't that nominated for an Oscar? Howard Shore or Alan Bearded Menken. fucking lady. Uh, no, it's actually here the La La Land guys who are fucking one trick ponies. There, I said it. All right, moving on. <laughs> so, God, we're going to make so many enemies. That's why I'm never going to get in the industry because we shit talk so many fucking people on this show. It's like, fuck Dan Eden and his stupid movies. <laughs> That fuck fucking him. nobody with his loser podcast. Yeah, yeah. fuck him. So fuck. why do they even have a Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> People pay for this. Oh, fucking hell. No. Thank you for thank you, Megan. Um, and Lamont. And Lamont. Thank you, Lamont. Um. And others. There are many and others. Perhaps more, perhaps more by the time this episode releases. There I don't like know. That happened last time where we did an episode. We only mentioned Megan, and the next day we got another patron. It's because we got. That's because we didn't mention him. He's like fucking. Son, I want to okay. be mentioned. You're gonna give me a shout out, goddammit. it. Fuck. I am. I'm Lamont. Okay. <laughs> All right. Name right. Lamont Weaver. Yeah. Thank you. And okay. Megan Easter. Easter and Weaver, the pair, the patron pair, coming in your ears. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Coming in your ears. See, Phil. See what happens? Your presence, your presence is influencing Dan and turning him into a bad influence. Now. <laughs> Talking about I have this effect on people. I've, I've been told. God. All, All right. right. Real though. Yes. Yes. This yes. Yes. Town. Yes. So and he goes back home and he's like, Dad, can you take me to the circus? He's no, I have meetings. Fuck off, son. <laughs> no, Fuck no, off, no. me boy. We are not in the generation where I care about anything you do. Go save a whale. And uh, so he goes into his room and like he's got a weird relationship with his mom. Can we talk about this for a minute? Like the yeah. dynamic is a little. He's scared of her. Like he seems like she asks him about the pies again. Like or he goes to bed. It's later that night and he starts sleepwalking again. Right. Yeah, or he's sleeping. Now this, yeah, this, no, this scene where he's sleepwalking and he takes the pie, mm-hmm. uh, that is a scene that was not in the version we saw as kids. This entire scene, it's uh, weird. She like she says you. She wakes him up. He's like, and then I think he pretends to continue sleepwalking and he runs away from her into his room like he's kind of scared of yeah. his mom. Yeah. And this and this part that was cut out um, explains the keep keep your promises note that we see later on in the movie yeah. which otherwise would have randomly showed up and people would have been like what does that ominous note keep your promises mean right <laughs> strange strange um so uh yeah so he says no he can't do it he's too busy he's sleepwalking but uh once again later on he goes back to bed and that's when he begins his journey to slumberland his window opens in this royal court comes in with trumpets and they're like kind of a lot of the characters are very just circular like spherical very yeah. rotund and like it's just a group of these weird looking guys and they have trumpets and uh something out of like alice in wonderland or uh yeah, yeah. and they start playing and uh the professor what's this guy professor professor genius professor genius. genius with his giant mustache comes in he and, looks an awful lot like the duke of wesselton from frozen the one that uh Okay. Uh, Alan Tudyk plays. Yeah. Like if yeah. you threw a top hat on the Duke of Wesselton and added like a foot 
to him like mm-hmm. he'd be this guy. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> so um, he's he shows up and he's very proper and he's kind of like a, I guess an emissary for the king if you want to put it that way. So he's, he represents the king. Everybody has has this guy and he shows up and says, "Well, Nimoy, you need to come with me to Slumberland because the king has requested uh, you uh, keep his the princess company, right?" Yep. He says that's like, highly logical. <laughs> he actually says no girls, right? Yeah, he's girls. <clears throat> I'm at that weird age where they're kind of gross, but I kind of like them. <laughs> oh, to be 27. <laughs> so he um they, she sends him some good ass cookies though, and that's the key to a man's heart is some good ass macarons. So they take him on a dirigible. <laughs> Emmanuel Macron? <laughs> yeah, Macron, the uh, Canadian guy. <laughs> the key to any man's heart. Canadian guy. This is the Macron guy. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually Trudeau. Um, so on the way, basically, they arrive pretty quickly, and and but when they arrive, everybody knows who Nemo is there, like who he is. Yeah, they're all like happy to see him. They're all in hot air balloons. Hey, Nimoy. Oh, hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> what's up, what's up, man? Uh, how you been? How you been, man? And they're all passing by, so it's like, yeah, nice to see you, man. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey Nimoy. Hey, Nimoy, how's it going? I like your haircut. Yeah. What's with the pajamas? <laughs> so fucking. Uh, oh, the you see Flip again. Flip is uh, Mickey Rune. Yep. And uh, he's doing backflips on the back of a fucking giant. Was it like a raven? It's a yeah, black some, bird. Some giant bird. bird. Yeah. And its name is Flap. And I feel really bad. Like Flappa has the most my mo- sympathy in the whole movie because this fucking fat dumb clown is doing backflips in the air. On, that's like the thing. There's something. There's something like borderline racist about the way that flip is drawn like he looks like like a minstrel show he just looks, he just looks like an old yeah like a little racist it just it looks like you know like if somebody were to paint somebody in blackface you know like that's, yeah, that's kind of what it's almost what he looks like you know I guess, like i guess you're right yeah i didn't really yeah but um he's he's a shit like he's a fucking asshole like he's he's like a he, I think he redeems himself a little bit, but he's like a mischief maker initially. Yeah, he's like Loki. Yeah, he's a god of mischief. If if is. Loki wore fucking blackface and offended everybody. Yeah. And, um, and smoked cigars incessantly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, hey, if you want to ditch the uh, the old sourpuss and have some real fun, come with me. And uh, fucking uh, Nimoy's Nimoy's like, oh, that looks like fun. And Professor's like, ah, fuck off. And he flies away. By the way, this is real dialogue. This is all said in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the Japanese, I mean, again, the Japanese version had a lot cut from it, including this yeah, whole scene where the professor was like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking blackface piece of shit. That's racist. Get out of my face. Yeah. Nemo, Nemo, don't ever pay attention. This this guy's highly illogical. There's, there's something lost in translation, I think. Yeah. So everybody knows who he is. They like Nimoy. And uh, so when they finally arrive at the castle, the king's not even there, man. The professor. What a fucking cock tease to go all the way to this guy's <laughs> castle and then get there and be like, sorry, you're going to have to wait. 
Son like, of a fuck bitch. you. Who am I waiting for? Lorne Michaels? Why are you going to wait? I got to sit here. <laughs> I like how Lorne Michaels. <laughs> I visited him a few days ago, by the way. I, oh, yeah. I, uh, I said how is, hi. How's he guys. doing, by the way? He's he's OK. Like I told him to watch Intervention. And he says, well, when I get around to it. And you I was like, what? that's typical. He's never going to get around to it. I'm just going to be honest with you right now. He thinks I'm small potatoes because I'm from the Midwest or something. But yeah. whatever. Doesn't matter. You gotta go to New York. You gotta do stand up, and then you gotta catch his eye, and you either gotta rehearse for Lauren. You gotta audition, but they're not I mean, gonna laugh. That's what I meant. Was audition. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta rehearse for. Well, eventually, if they hire you, yeah. you gotta rehearse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the part that Dan was just like. They're like, well, we would love to do it, and rehearsals are on Wednesday. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's my day of rest. Fuck this. Tell Pete Davidson I'm out. <laughs> What's your take on Pete Davidson? I have no take on Pete Davidson. Okay. Fair enough, Phil. Mm, don't don't love him. Don't hate him. Okay. Just like Jer. Okay. Neutral on yeah. Davidson. I guess yeah. it's better than hating him. You know. I've just I've seen so little of him because I don't watch the show anymore that I I couldn't I I can't speak to his personality or if he's annoying or not because I've never seen anything. Seems all right. Hey, Pete, if you want to be on the show, dude, just ask. Like, come on. <laughs> Seriously. See, quit dropping hints like a passive-aggressive prick and just ask. Right? On the, in the tweets all the time. So, anyway. On the, yeah. Uh, Jeez. The, the king's not even there. So, everybody, like, splits up to go search for the king. And yeah. Nimoy is left alone. And Flip is there just kind of hanging on the corner like, Hey, you know, you went all this way. Does it get, get ditched, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's smoking a cigar and uh nimoy's like yeah fucking a dude like they just ditched me he's like i bet we can find the king faster so he's like all right you're on fuck face and they team up and they go to find the king yeah and he's like, let's cause some mischief <laughs> let's let's look at some maps <laughs> he pulls out some maps yeah and this is kind of like uh foreshadowing to the nightmare land because uh, he first pulls out that he's like, I know all around this place. I got a cigar. <laughs> he says, uh, I know Slumberland, and I know. Uh, but first he pulls out Nightmareland on accident. He goes, and Nemo's like, What the fuck? And he goes, Oh, 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 shit. And he puts, uh, Sorry, it was a break. The wrong map. <laughs> and then he pulls out the fools. And Nemo's like immediately like alleviated. He's like, Oh yeah, Slumberland. That looks much more aesthetically pleasing. So good. All right, we can move on. And so he's like, all right, let's go. And um, they go on a, a magical – wait, no. He fought, uh, they – There's some like, weird like toy room or something. Like, there's They a- open the door and it turns into like Alice in Wonderland because everything's upside yeah. down. Yeah. And Nemo, Nemoy soon falls and that's when he's separated from Flip. But he, like, he keeps like regrouping with him throughout this movie. Like it's weird. But he falls down to some toy area here with a train and he sees Santa Claus from earlier at the parade. Riding the train, and it's such a tiny train, and he's such a giant man, and he kind of looks like Ariel's dad. And uh, it. yeah, it's 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 Zeus and Santa and King Triton all rolled into one. He's riding the train with his big ass, and he says, uh, he buries with with your big ass with his big ass ass, and he's big ass. He's burying the lead in such a big way. Uh, that he's king, because first he's like, oh, you know, my train broke down, fucking shit. Oh, and, my train broke down. And Nemo is like, oh, it's just a piston gasket. 
And then he's like, oh, so it is. Oh, that's right. We haven't invented television yet. You would know what a piston gasket is at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're too young to masturbate, so this is. I see you when you're sleeping. I know when you're awake. <laughs> then and, Mickey uh, McKay Rune comes in. He's like, "Those are my lines. I've done that." <laughs> and uh, Mickey Rooney, by the way, like has the fucking strangest delivery. In Santa Claus is coming to town, there's a point where, like, he's... Well, first of all, he arbitrarily names a penguin Topper for no reason. He's like, I'll call you Topper. And then he's like, what's that, Topper? A tree? A pole? The North Pole? Like, Jesus Christ. He's crazy. Calm down, man. Yeah. Okay, so, Renee. Chill waiting out. for Mickey Rooney to go. Go offend somebody in breakfast at Kit Tiffany's. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. So, um. <laughs> they fix the train. And he's like, perfect. Let's ride. And then the squirrel gets on first. A uh, little, uh, what's his name? Icarus. Icarus. Yeah. And the train gets away. And they're like, let's, we let's, gotta catch it. Let's, uh, I'm gonna put us all on the spot here. Let's all do our best Icarus here. Let's see what, let's see what we could do here. Oh gosh. Um, let's see. That's really good. Um, might be like, oh god. <laughs> when they're uh, sailing. All right. Good. Yeah. 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 So um, he um, yeah he 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 gets on the train and they're like, oh, we got to catch up with the train. So they uh they kind of take a shortcut. And uh, it's, it's around this time where he like he says, "I want you to be my heir," and yeah. he he tells him he's the king. Like mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh shit, you're the king. We were looking for your ass, your big ass." And he's like, "Well, here it is." And he spanks it a couple times. It's a fucking piston gasket. <laughs> now let me squeeze your tuckus, little boy. Want a ride? Jeez, why do we have to go there? <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I think of big men and little kids hanging out together, it's just because. Well, admittedly, weird. big men and little kids hanging out together is a strange sentence to say and exactly. hear out loud, but. So you get it. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is you, you understand where I'm coming uh, from. And uh, so soon after, Nemo is introduced to the uh, princess, and she has a little bit of an attitude initially, but then she warms up to him real quick. They go on a magical journey through the sky on these butt plugs with testicles spinning. <laughs> but then it's a real bummer because he has to go to fucking school. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. Let's not forget that, like... It's 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 very typical uh um bad butt plugs. Badly yeah. I'll move but, on. Anyway. Butt plugs? No, I'm sorry. It's it's irrelevant now and butt plugs is a is a more funny, is a more entertaining direction to go. So we're going butt plugs. They ride on these butt okay, so they ride on these butt plugs and then these balls break off and they're on these their own testes floating through the sky. And then they turn into cotton balls, just kind of overlooking everything in the sky. It's just a beautiful, beautiful like it looks like Candyland. It's wonderful. I loved it. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> Um, that's when we get this. So he goes. Like, now let me, let's let's take yeah. a quick pause here because I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna I wanna ask Phil a question here. Uh, 
your familiarity with this movie? Is it the movie or did you choose this because you played the Little Nemo video game a lot as a kid? Interesting. Mostly, mostly the latter. I I remember being aware of the movie when it when it was around, and I'm pretty sure I watched it when I was younger, but I do not really remember it at all. Yeah. Um. But the game for NES, which I think came out in 1990, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I mean, is it, one yeah. of my favorite video games of all time. Was it for Sega? No, he nah. said NES just a minute ago. It wasn't for Sega. No, it's not for Sega. Okay. Um, one of my one of my favorite games of all time, and my favorite video game soundtrack of all time. Literally. The music for that game is impeccable. Can you, can you give us a sample of it? Uh, no. <laughs> what if I asked you again? <laughs> all right. Fine. So they're writing butt plugs, and they—they're on these testes. They break off. Well, my, well, I wanted to ask my question though, is about the video game. Is is what level? Where this seems like a video game that have, would have levels that would be real, real taxing. A lot of like flight oh, yeah. levels where you have to avoid shit. You know those types yeah, of levels. Oh yeah. Were you oh yeah. Did you guys ever play it? Like, no, I never played it. I, I was aware of the video game. I, I have the inverse of what you had. I might have uh, to get the uh, well. I'll just say. Let me just say. I'll get the. Let me download the laser disc later, and I'll put yeah. it on my PSP. Nice. And I'll, I'll play it. <laughs> nice. Dan's, Dan's gonna download a Rama manual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, also just as cool as Macron. Yeah. And Trudeau. Actually, fucking Trudeau has a. He had some controversy, didn't he? He's not squeaky clean. Yeah. None yeah. of them are. Nobody is, yeah. Nobody is. Fucking, that's the lesson here, guys. What, what were you saying, Phil? <laughs> no, I was, I was saying you, you're right. The game, the game itself was really tricky, and uh, uh, each level of the game is a different dream that Nemo has. I'm sorry, Nemoy has. Yeah. And uh, get it right. And like watching the movie, like you recognize some of the levels like that were in the game, like different locations, like the, like the train when they're riding the train, um, the butt plugs, the actually, no, I don't think the butt plugs were, they, oh, couldn't, get, they, the couldn't, game. they couldn't get the sprites right on the butt plugs. Yeah. So they yeah. Yeah. That whole level. Right. But like the, the upside down, um, place was like a whole level. And, uh, yeah, just in, in my opinion, one, one of the best games that like I remember, Next to Echo the Dolphin. Right. Of course. <laughs> I fucking put on Echo the Dolphin, like, and, like, one of those, like, Sega 30 combo. Sega! Yeah. I, I literally swam around and I was like, I don't know what to do in this game. I literally don't know what to do. Oh, and they don't time help you. time for Game Gear? Yeah. And yeah. it, it, it is time. Ooh. That was yeah. that was rough. How about that fucking um You guys know what I'm talking about. I just made a great TikTok with that sound and nobody appreciated it. I appreciated it. Well, I know you did. I'm just saying like, you know, it's one of those things where don't ever put any stock into what you think you're going to post online and think this is going to be good. That's another fucking lesson, guys. Take that to the fucking bank. Don't put any stock into anything that you post online. 
Just fuck it. Don't even fuck put it, it through a filter. Hashtag fuck it. Fuck it. We haven't said that in a while. You know why? Fuck it. Fuck it. All fuck right. It. Butt plugs. It's a real bummer because he has to go to school. That's when we get this etiquette song, and he's taught like a whole year's worth of lessons in a day. And he says, fuck this. I'm out of here. He ends up hooking back up with Flip. Need I say more? Drop the mic. Get out of that bitch. Let's go cause some mischief. <laughs> hey, little boy. What a Come cool with book. me. I'm a big fat guy, and you should hang out with me, and we'll cause <laughs> some mischief together. He hooks back you up. Want, you want a cigar? Flip. Smoke this. How about your blackface? Flip this in your mouth. Flip takes some... Take, takes them on a joyride. They sneak into some kind of guardhouse, sneaking by posters, like millions of posters with his face on it, with huge reward amounts on it. Like he's the only criminal in Slumberland. Yeah. And, and maybe this is just fucking going past Nimoy's head. He's not even seeing it. He's not like open your goddamn eyes, Nimoy. He's an idiot. So the guards give chase, and they have to give uh, Flap his bird to take off. But he's got issues. You know why? Because the fucking flip has been flipping on him all these years and now plus he's got to carry fucking Nimoy's ass? Nuh-uh. But they do it anyway because Flap's the best character in this movie. Easily. So they take off. No question. <laughs> no fucking question. Alright, we'll get Tats under 90 and Flap. A picture of Flap. Team mm-hmm. Flap. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking A. So, um, chunka, 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 chunka. That's what I do when I'm looking through my notes. <laughs> chunka, chunka. <laughs> Yeah, chunker, chunker. So the guards give chase, they take off, and that's when it's like, it's he's like, Nimoy, now it's your turn to do a little fucking mischief. What do you think of that? And he, uh, they go, okay, this is really weird. There's like a celebration going on, and there's a giant curtain, and it's being held by what else but a bron- brontosaurus. <laughs> like, in its teeth, he's holding a curtain. So what is uh, what does Flip do? Gets out a feather. <laughs> what happens after that? Makes the brontosaurus sneeze. Mm-hmm. It does. Drops. I'll tell you that if I if anything is true, it's that feathers always make you sneeze. Always. always. Every time a feather has touched my nose. Why? How often is that? How often does that happen? Easily three times a week. Uh, yeah. You know, four during the holidays maybe. A little rub there on the nose. Yep. And I'm just sneezing like it's allergy season. If it if it's if it ain't allergies, it's feathers. I just love to sneeze. He just Guys, loves, he loves to sneeze. I love sneeze. It's just great. I just, it's just wonderful. Sneezing and pepper. If you just inhale black pepper, oh, snort it through it. your nose. I love uh, it. Instant sneezing. You get, you get, you put, you go to by your friends. You put some on your hand. You go, and you blow it right in their face. They love that. I love it too. That and uh, cocaine. If you do that with cocaine in their face yeah. too, your just friends like, will will yeah. love that. Just blow it Yo. right in their face. Christopher Mintz Place Place style. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, Michael Sarah's style. Yes. Um so they uh they they, they fucking uh he okay. A little more mischief time for a little more. Flip fucking what else? But he flicks flips his cigar ash down below onto uh, some fireworks and causes quite the spectacle. It's crazy, man. Flip it's is actually not- it's actually pretty cool looking, like for animation. Oh yeah. Like hand, like clearly hand-drawn animation fireworks are an interesting thing that I uh, I can't imagine how much time goes into fireworks. Yeah. Um. Fucking a. So they take a trap door down below, and Flip leads him to the door that the key is not supposed to unlock. We should have mentioned that earlier. 
Oh, yeah. um, he's like, here's a key. Don't use it. Yep. The king mentions that to Nemo. And it's and sure Don't enough, the this... apple from that tree, Nemoy. <laughs> and the symbol on the key is sure enough, the symbol that's on the door that he's not supposed to open. So it's just like, so OK, confusion. Yeah. So he flips like, we got to open that fucking door, kid. Like, let's just fucking do it. <laughs> Come on, aren't you itching to just open it? And uh, inside is this kind of weird darkness, like a shadow, almost like this. It's the smog. It's the smoke monster from Lost. And uh, it's got red eyes, kind of. It's like a red kind of streaky thing. It's like an elemental. It's very, uh, I like it. I thought it was cool. Flip uh, pussies out. Uh, by the way, its name is Nightmare, which is also really fucking cool. Yeah. Flip pussies out and runs away. Nimoy, Nimoy basically says, fuck it. I'm just going to walk away from this. And uh, he goes to a big uh, coronation ceremony. Leaves the, the key in the door, by the way. Fuck it's, this. It's, it's his own coronation. Yeah. And uh, the king is dancing up a storm because he doesn't want to get shown up. Day. Fucking professor's got some moves. And yeah. the king's like, no, no, no. I've got the fucking moves. And they both do a dance-off. And I've got lyrics to go with it. He's like the sweetest fucking chef. You want to talk about that? We were talking about that earlier. That's great. He, he's, got, he's got songs. He's got a song in his heart. <laughs> it's just music to my ears. So the evil's about to like slip out the door, and the king has a scepter at the ceremony, and he's like, uh, Nimoy, I'm going to give this to you, but when you're older and wiser and stronger, and then he gives it to him, like <laughs> Nimoy has it yeah. in his hand while the king goes, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking uh, the princess is there, and she's like, oh, well, the scepter. So now he's really into him. So that's a nice scepter you got there. God, oh. the size of that fucking scepter. Ooh. What are you doing tonight, Pop? Yeah, I like your scepter. Damn it. Look at the ball at the end of that scepter. I got a butt plug. End. We can what spin shape on. is that? Ooh, is that a hexagon? Ooh, <laughs> god damn. <laughs> and uh, the evil starts filling up the room. like, And it, it takes over the king on the, gets, right up there, there on the dance floor. Sucked up like a cow in a tornado, man. Yeah, and he's like, remember me as a wonderful dancer. <laughs> and I, wish, Nimoy, I really wish you would have said that. <laughs> Nimoy gets to keep the scepter. Like, when, and, and what happens next? I believe he wakes up, right? Well, Flip throws him under the bus, first oh, of all. And he's like, uh, Nemo did it. Like, And then everybody's like, Nemo? We all believe the fugitive that has thousands of wanted posters all around Slumberland. And they all circle around him, like looking down on him. Yeah, and then he wakes up. And then, uh, or does he? But he's got the scepter, and he's still, still dreaming. <laughs> he goes to the bathroom. He opens the door, and this has happened to us before. Just a big tidal wave hits us, like in shape of water, you know. And he just takes you away. And now he's in like a sea. So he's still dreaming, bros. He's right? still dreaming. No. <laughs> And uh, so he uh, he's joined by the professor while he's out in adrift. 
and uh, he says he thought he lost him, but all is lost anyway if we don't have the fucking scepter. And Nimoy's like, well, I have it, so why don't you chill out, Professor? Like, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Five minutes ago, everyone was about to swarm me and, like, probably pound my ass in the middle of the dance floor, and now everyone's like, oh, we're so glad to see you, Nimoy. Jared, can, has anything else been cut out along the way here? Uh, let me review the list. Go ahead and uh, talk okay. for a minute while I Yeah. So the professor, he basically they have to get back together with the king. King has been taken away by nightmare. They gotta save him. They gotta assemble a dream team, and they gotta take it to the seas to find that fucking king, man. I so like what, what you did there, dream team. I like I like what you did there. It's good. Oh, I didn't even. You know, sometimes I don't even get. I don't even my pun, my own puns go over my fucking head. So um. So uh, just looking at this here, um, that uh, moment where uh, Flip and – or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Flip and Nemo were uh, in the police station dicking around causing mischief. That was not in the uh, American version, presumably because America's like, you don't fuck with the police. Um, and then uh, there was like a whole bunch of shit in the dance uh, scene. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Uh, that's all deleted baby why and that's it for that's it for now all right okay so now they just need to uh navigate nightmare land and who has the map fucking flip but what's happening he's about to get executed like jack sparrow style (laughs) no he's about to get blasted into space is what they say Like I feel like this is to the moon like the whale in South Park. It's just gonna he's just gonna land there and be there forever. Speaking of whale, like Leonard Nimoy, Star Trek uh, was that six? (laughs) No, five, four, four. Whichever one where they're searching for him, and and then then he then he voyages home. Those are two different movies. Three is Search for Spock. Four is Voyage Home. Mm -hmm. My favorite is actually six, Undiscovered Country. My Um, favorite is. I've never seen a Star Trek movie except for portions of Generations. Wear it on your sleeve. <laughs> so right good. below my 90 under 90 tat <laughs> and, uh, and my flap tat. <laughs> so but like I pick, if they ever give Johnny Depp another shot as Jack Sparrow, I feel like how we're going to be introduced to him in, 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 in the next Pirates is he's going to be launched out of a cannon. <laughs> They're like, we're going to execute Jack Sparrow here for sleeping with every man in the county's wife. And we're going to do it now by cannon. Yep, and some of the men. And they talk like old farmers. And, uh, That's what they talk like. And, uh, <laughs> yep, old Lincoln. Yes, I'm old Lincoln. Yes. This is how yes. Lincoln talked. No, this is, oh, I'm Lincoln. Oh, oh. yes, I'm quite hairy. Oh, walk it, Mindy. Nanu, nanu. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. So, Lincoln. Lincoln, not Robin Williams. Lincoln, not Robin Williams. Burning fucking hell, suicide's a sin. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> that, and suddenly the show took a dark turn. Obviously. I'm totally kidding. A joke. Totally. Love Robin Williams. Genius. Yes. Professor Genius. Speaking of genius. Yes. Professor genius, yes. Um, Nothing. <laughs> I was just transitioning back. So they, they save flip in the nick of time yeah and uh so they, they they're able to he's he joins the dream team dream dream team <laughs> uh and then they get the print the princess 
Because yeah. she's like, you know what? We were supposed to execute this motherfucker. We were supposed to shoot him into space. I guess I'll join you guys on this fucking journey instead. And she punches Flip in the face. He, like, says she's, some kind of remark. She's got a mean right cross, though. Yeah, she socks him. She, oh. she socks him one because he's a dirty old bum. <laughs> he, shouldn't have, <laughs> he shouldn't have grabbed her butt. That's you all should. I'm saying. She's a child. Yeah. It's, it's, and he's an old. It's disturbing. He's an old man. In blackface, no yeah. less. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Offensive. So. It's offensive. Anyway, what happens? They take it to the seas, and it's not. Yeah, suddenly, suddenly Nimoy is dressed like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Like, I get that he's sailing, but, like, why does he have this, like, real Stay Puft outfit on? Don't they immediately crash? I don't remember if they. Oh, you have to, Jer. <laughs> he suddenly dresses like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. They get sucked down into Nightmare Land, essentially. But yeah, like he, he's like, they go into like a maelstrom and like get sucked down like right away. <laughs> um. So how does the movie wrap up? <laughs> <laughs> We're only about halfway through, by the way. Are we? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, at this. At this My point, they have uh, stopped existing here. <laughs> uh, they they run into the booms. What the fuck are the booms? Yeah, this is where Dan uh, has lost the the rest of the movie. What the fuck are the booms? The booms, indeed. They are these weird. They're these weird like. I mean, help me out, Phil. What are they? Gelatinous, like, furry dog creatures that can, like... They're kind of like Station and Bill and Ted, where they can, like, combine into one, and they can... Kind of. Yeah. They're, they're just... <laughs> they describe themselves as goblins, but they're not, like, evil goblins. Yeah, they're good goblins. They're jester goblins, essentially, and they were banned yeah. from Nightmare Land because they can't do their job right. <laughs> and that's essentially... And then now they're on the joint... It's like, it becomes Wizard of Oz for a little bit here, where it's just oh. suddenly they're picking up different people and like the booms join them on this this journey and I, I don't understand why they're going with if they're like we can't go back to nightmare land so like i don't know like it doesn't make sense to me they're just kind of helping them partially yeah through i guess a little bit um but they're, they're good natured they're they have they have good and in, good intentions station yeah yeah <laughs> um I just wrote down they run into the booms. Fuck this because this is the most annoying part of the movie. They have this weird ass song that I'm just like this how feels. Com- I don't even remember how the song goes. It's so completely out of place for the rest of the. We're the booms. We're the booms. Boompity boom. Boompity boom. We're the booms. We're the booms. Boom it up. Boom. Are you sure up. you didn't watch this? Yeah, man. I saw that it. Was like right on. Like I thought. Like we were just getting audio from the movie right now. Boom it up. Boom it up. Boom it up. Yeah, that's their catchphrase. Yeah. See? Come on, guys. Um, Little Nimoy, I, I got this. I don't know if it happens before the next beat or after, but basically there, there's this there's this beat where they talk about the incantation to use the royal scepter. Uh, it, like, to use the magic of the royal scepter, he has to say this weird, like, these weird magic words... Which is just a bunch of fucking annoying nonsense, like pajama pajama, pajama pajama, pajama Like it's all this not like bananas and pajamas. It's essentially like a lot of a lot of rhymes with pajama. And in this version of the movie, there's a moment where they say that if 
if uh, Nemo uses the incantation, he will die. Holy fuck. Um, and then that part he, was and he, cut, right? That was that was cut. He's just like, I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. I have to use it. Like, so like, yeah. This this that that's a beat that was cut from uh, the U.S. version. Are they? Yeah. Are they up? Do they get imprisoned in the castle? And the Nightmare King, uh, he he wants that scepter, right? Yeah, that's essentially what happens. Like that's that's what we lead up to. He he wants that scepter bad. He really wants the scepter. That's what ladies say when they really want, you know want a good dick, and they yeah. say I want that scepter. Yeah, it's a new, so, new slang. Yeah, like the boomps and the princess and the fucking flip are all going to the to the castle, and there's like more flying around bullshit that happens. Flip gets ambushed by like these big giant bats at one point. He kind of like walks off from everybody, and then like sees these bats, and then they like. You know, he's like, it's an ambush! And, like, you fucking bats! Fuck like, you! I don't, I don't think bats are capable of ambushing, uh, <laughs> you know, anybody. It's yeah, not like not they... Organized. Yeah. You, you yeah. want to come hang out with an old man in blackface? In blackface? <laughs> come on, bats! Let's hang out! Come on, have a beer! Let me touch you a little bit. Um, <laughs> just a little. In that just order. Just long enough to see if you like it. Have a beer, then let me touch you. <laughs> we'll smoke some cigars. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah. We'll roll a little bit of weed in here. Backwoods. <laughs> and then, so this is the... Smoking splits. Backwoods. <laughs> With Flip. A.K.A. Spliff. Am I right, guys? <laughs> high five. There you go. <laughs> they all high fived. With their 90 under 90 wrists out. Um, wrists out. That's the Ryan Johnson one, right? Where they solve yeah. a mystery. Yeah. And and Daniel Craig goes. Some I said. Well, I say I say I suspect foul play. That's that's what he does say. I suspect knives are gonna be out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my problem with the with knives out is. What? Like with Daniel Craig's character specifically, I only watched the movie one time, and from my memory of it, he flip flopped from being really good at his job to being really bumbling, like from scene to scene, and I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be good or bad. I can I can kind of see where you're coming from. There's some scenes where it's like, really, dude, you didn't catch that one. Uh, what's his name? He has a word, Benoit Blanc. <laughs> I'm Benoit Blanc. I got my Benoit balls out here, and I just want to say. <laughs> You guys are knives out, beaks bloody. I've never seen. Why I say I'm huffing and puffing and I'm getting out of here. That's what he does in Knives Out. And also, there's a mystery. Yeah. That gets solved (laughs) by me halfway through the movie, which is another thing about that movie where I'm just like, okay, so are we supposed to figure out the mystery like this early? Because I figured it out and I don't need to watch the rest of this. (laughs) Jared's like. Are we supposed to figure out the mystery? <laughs> through this I'm thing? sorry. Am I supposed to know where this is going completely? It's a new style of cinema. Am I <laughs> le cinema de predictable. Am I supposed to be able to pause the movie, grab a beverage, tell Caitlin, here's what's going to happen, and then have the movie prove me right? <laughs> Pretty much, man. Um, that happened with me with uh, I saw Spiral recently. I called the ending 45 minutes prior to the ending, nice. and I was like, "That's all, it's." I still liked it. Um, That's good. 
Chris Rock managed to sneak in some bits, <laughs> some stand-up He does bits. some stand-up in there? Good. Yeah, because it's not a Chris opens, Rock movie without... It opens with him talking, doing a bit about why there will never be a Forrest Gump 2. <laughs> it's like straight-up stand-up. Uh, I like it, though. Like, I, I like it. <laughs> so, here we go. The... Doesn't Nemo Nemo uses the scepter to defeat the Nightmare King essentially, right? Eventually, yeah. We're back at his home, which seems to be the cycle. He does some shit, he gets into hot water, and then he wakes up at home, but he's not waking up yet. He's Fuck. still. It's like fucking Inception. We just keep going Inception. back to that bridge. Like when is that me? When is that fucking van gonna hit the water? <laughs> that uh, movie is just a van waiting to hit water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> To distract you from the fact that they're on a plane asleep. They're yep, sleeping on a plane in a van about to hit water. Or two yeah. of the subplots, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Oh, Act not- two is uh, a van is about to hit water for an hour and a half. I, I, that's kind of this is a, it's a little off base what we're saying, but I will say this: you guys notice how in action thrillers. They try to maximize the tension by intercutting other characters having something else going on, but almost all the time that one of those other sequences is not as good as the other, and you want to just see one of them. Yeah. That's kind of how it was for Quiet Place 2 for me. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. That's it. I'll just say that. Um. So anyway, yeah, Nemo wakes up at home, and then we have to have another fucking boom added to this where like instead of being one of these little ones it's a big one this time his name is Boombo. they all have can i just Boombo. There's, certain... Boombo. there's certain names words sounds that just like anything with like a like the word bump is just like anything in that vein turns you sounds off sounds really fucking stupid <laughs> boom what about gump Gump is okay. If it was Bump, if his name was Bump, then I'd have uh, a Forrest, Forrest Bump. <laughs> Just like I have a problem with Bubba, but I can't say that because then people think I'm racist. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. So, yeah, there's a lot of flying around on this – on their – on the bed like the bed starts first of all like grows these legs and walks out it reminded me of like the simpsons when like the house just lifts itself up and runs down the street yeah uh yeah this bed grows legs and starts walking down the street and then like eventually there's a lot of flying around that happens at this point and i kind of tune out for a couple minutes because it's just like a lot of flying around like it's too much too much flying around good flying Um, around does flip show up again guys please tell me flip shows up again yeah, eventually Flip shows up again, I think. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. He, uh, The Nightmare King does show up at at this point, and he's a lot scarier looking than he sounds. Like, his voice does not match the look of this image. <laughs> well, Hello? Flip, Flip does show up, but we should probably mention that he's been captured along with the the princess. That's right. Along, along with the with Prinkus. King Santa. And the King, King Santa. Santa and and Flip and they're kind of it's kind of like the end of Batman Forever where they're in these tubes like these giant tubes. Yeah. And Except these are like weird like crystal tubes. And he says he looks at bare naked women girls. Yeah. He and he dreams goes, about one day. Oh. 
Robin, uh, Dick Grayson, a man who's clearly in his 20s, has an earring and does karate laundry, yeah. dreams about one day being bare naked with a girl. Yeah. Bare naked with girl. And, and Two-Face goes, ha! <laughs> Batman Forever is the best. I like Batman Forever. Yeah, it is actually pretty solid. It's awesome. And I will like egg. Batman Forever. Uh, Kil- uh, Kilmer? Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on Kilmer as as Batman? Great lips. Um, he's he's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem with Val Kilmer as Batman. Great lips. Yeah, because everyone's looking for Batman's lips. It's all about the lips. You want a Batman that's. <laughs> you want a Batman that you look at him and you just want to kiss him. I just want to kiss you, Batman. You kiss look at your kissable lips. Look at those lips. Come here, Batman. Give me just, a kiss. Just want to kiss him. Smooch. I'm Batman. You know, just once. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> um. Bat lips. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what it's about. So this, yeah, the, the climactic ending of this movie, I kind of, it feels. Well, first of all, here's one this thing I want to say. This is my new favorite episode. <laughs> by the way this is my new favorite this um fuck what was i just gonna say the climax yeah oh the, the one thing i was gonna say about this movie and this is a problem that i have with you know um it's not just animated movies but there are, there are other movies of a certain era and it feels like we should have been past this era by now where the movie itself is just too silent if that makes any sense, like there's no, it feels yeah. like there's no ambiance, there's no score, so there's a lot of like dead silence between dialogue sometimes. That's how I feel about Batman the Animated Series a lot of times. Like it's dead, but I think that's maybe the intent. I guess you could chalk it up to well, it's desolate, you know. But, but also like they make up for that a little bit with score. Yeah. You know, like sure. you you do get score in that movie, and I, like, but this there's like. Like yeah. minimal score. Enough. So like this whole climactic ending, I'm just like, is this supposed to be an ending? Like it, it doesn't feel as big as it should. Mm. What do you think, Phil? There are moments where there's like good score. Um, like when, especially. I'm, like I'm when... talking about the movie, Phil, not the video game. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on the movie. Like when they're when they're sliding down. Um, when he's like sliding down the the railing like down the staircase and uh like certain sequences where they're like in the water or like flying in the bed or whatever so there, I, I thought there were moments of good score but there's maybe some bits that are just kind of dead is i kinda guess disjointed a little yeah. bit yeah there's just yeah. some like like there's just silence like dead silence where like just fill it with something like a, a background noise or music of any kind just give us something give maybe us something just... i can use god damn it just give, us, give us just like give us just Batman's Batman's lips in the background going. Just, hey boys, just give me that for an hour and a half. Just a close up of Batman kissing anyone doesn't matter. Vicky Vale, Chase Meridian, Poison Ivy, Black. rubber lips are immune to rubber. her charms. <laughs> rubber bat lips. <laughs> rubber lips are immune to your charms is a quote from a Batman movie. That's great. So yeah, there's so like there's a lot of like the the Nightmare King kind of like crashing stuff around them, like you know, kind of like trying to destroy them, and like 
way too long where he's trying to say the incantation. And Slumber, it's, bumber, yeah. it's so pajama, long. It's pajama, so pajama, 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 pajama. So you, so the problem with this whole ending is number Sick. one, it's too quiet. Number two, uh, you get a lot of this not Shazama pajama nonsense. The it goes on forever, where he's trying to say it, and it's a little kid. So pajama, 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 pajama. Like so that gets yeah. really irritating really quickly. And then eventually he says it, and that just kind of, like, makes everything go away. <laughs> it doesn't even feel that climactic, like, the way it all disappears. Like a light flip. And then, yeah, he's kind of laying there dead, which is another thing that was cut from the U.S. version. Like, him laying there dead and, like, shit. The king being like, he, you know, his bravery brought him back. He's fine. <laughs> and then the, the scepter brings him back. Yeah, the scepter kind of brings him back. Little Nemo, uh, Nemoy, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the king and their scepter revive him. There's like a celebration, you know, because everybody is safe and and for whatever reason, doing this somehow abolished nightmare and he will never come back again. Like I don't know how yeah. or why but they made that rule, but it's just like, oh good, he said the words, so now he, now that's over. Yeah, forever. No, no more nightmares <laughs> forever. Yep. And then Batman kisses them all. Uh, and for um, you. And for once you. again. And for you. <laughs> and that's not how I want my Batman to sound, too. And, and one for, for you. <laughs> and one for you. And for like, you. one for you. And one for you. That would be great if regular Bruce Wayne just had, like, our voice. But when he, he wore the cowl, he's like, hi, I'm Batman. <laughs> one for you. Hey guys, and one for you, and one for you. Get out of here, bad guys. Get out of here, Mister Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, another riddle. <laughs> Let's solve it. Oof. Darn you, Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> and then just by day, he's like, "Hey, what's up, guys? You want a beer?" <laughs> he's like a bro during the day. <laughs> um so yeah once wow. again a- after all this shit there's there's a celebration he flies home he gets to kiss the princess who was only wow. into him because he had attitude towards her in the first place yep that's how you know wh- that's what women like rub dirt in their eyes verbally and literally yep stand up for yourself and then women will suddenly not feel negative about you anymore is the I lesson was, i don't one. know i'm i guess i'm kind of half joking when i say that some, you don't want to you don't want to come off desperate but you also can you don't want to give them too much you know so just take that to the bank take that to the bank that's that's how dan gets all those kisses he uh, so, so she she kisses him and then and then he wakes up with a huge scepter he wakes up yeah, yeah. with a with a with morning scepter and uh he's like mom what's going on down in my pants and Holy she's like, shit! She's like, hold I on, Nemo. <laughs> I have a boner. It's a boner, mom. Mom, <laughs> I have a boner. A boner, mom. Look at this. Pajamas, <laughs> <laughs> He starts jerking it. <laughs> and then, 
and then they go to the circus. <laughs> that's yep. the end. Jerk it and circus. That's how we. That's how we do every day. <laughs> Yeah, that's how this movie ends. He wakes up and his dad's all like, I thought we'd go to the circus today. Like, it's in the middle. It's like 9 a.m. Let's go to the circus. <laughs> dad, I'm over it. I'm fucking over it, man. No, I'm not. Dad, Let's I'm go. worried about my morning scepter. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. It's throbbing. I have a porter. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that he knows what it is, but doesn't know what it is. (laughs) He knows he has a boner, but doesn't know anything about it. (laughs) Oh, Christ. (laughs) So that's Little Nemo Adventures in From 1989 slash 1992. Uh, thank you so much for putting up with this episode. <laughs> Our new favorite episode. You know, it's, it's always a fill. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun. Um, uh, <sighs> whew, all right, now that I've caught my breath. Uh, yes, again. <laughs> Are you, well, you have two faces. What's up with that? <laughs> Uh, Mr. Penguin (laughs) Mr. Cobblepot Nice umbrella Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 90under90 and uh, Instagram at 90under90 and Facebook.com slash 90under90podcast and that's going to be it for us this week I'm Jeremy Eden I'm Dan Eden I'm Phil Platakis (laughs) That's a wrap Time comes day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right?